Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, and their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello and welcome everyone to the Future Tech Podcast. My name is Josh Thomas and I'm here with Kieran Hines of Cosimo Ventures. They are a deep tech investment firm based in Boston, New York, and Ireland. Hello, Kieran. Hi, Josh. How are you? Oh, I am fantastic. I'm really glad to have you here. We're doing this podcast at the Bitcoin Super Conference in Dallas, and so we're in person, and I can't hide my face made for radio because you're right here next to me. <laughs> yeah, that's quite all right. It's been a very exciting three days here, uh, some great presentations, and uh, been a really interesting conference. Yeah, well, we're glad to have you here. And so um, could you tell us just a little bit about what Cosmo Ventures is, and then we'll then we'll kind of dig into it and unpack it from there. Sure. Well, like you said, we're a deep tech investment firm. Uh, we focus on things like blockchain, uh, artificial intelligence, uh, deep learning, machine learning. Uh, we have very specific experience in both of those areas, uh, but we also are in cybersecurity, IoT, and augmented reality as well, just to give you a kind of flavor of the, the types of investments that we have made and continue to make. Okay, great. And so what would you say uh, right now is the most interesting project uh, that you're investing in? 
there's, or that you're investigating? Uh, yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's probably a few. Uh, we've just completed two uh, major investments in two Irish companies that are growing into the U.S. market. Uh, one is Gecko Governance, uh, they are, which, which we just invested a million dollars in. Uh, they are a compliance and regulation platform built on the blockchain for the hedge fund and mutual fund industries. And they have been very successful in, in building out their, their business. They've just signed up the largest uh, hedge fund in Australia and signed pilots with AXA and State Street and already work with, uh, with DMS both in, in Europe um, and in the Caribbean. So th that's a very exciting company we're working with and they are about to, uh, to go towards an ICO. Uh, so we're working with them on that project as well. So that's, that's, that's particularly exciting. The other company I would mention is Novalea, uh, which is uh, the brainchild of a CEO called Anita Finnegan. She's from uh, Dundalk in Ireland and she's a PhD in cybersecurity for medical devices and she's built her company around that. And again, very fast growing. She's very, she's really, really been successful over the last year uh, acquiring clients. And uh, that's not a company that was going to ICO, but we expect uh, she will do a Series A, uh, you know, very soon uh, this year. That's a, that's a really exciting one. And I suppose the most recent one, we've, we've just uh, invested three million in a company called Onero that is helping commercialize a new currency for the long-term store of value. Um, our CTO, Ken Lang, actually spoke a little bit to uh, your colleague, uh, Richard Jacobs, about this. Uh, it's in stealth mode. I can't say very much about it other than it is a true currency for the long-term store of value. And uh, we believe it will be dependable and it will solve uh, the issue of downside volatility we see in the crypto market today. Wow. Powerful stuff. Yeah, it's 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 really exciting. I mean, I, I mentioned Ken uh, and my partner Rob. I mean, they are real deep tech, uh, you know, pioneers. Um, in fact, Rob, uh, my partner Rob Frasca, and co-founder of, of and co-managing partner of Cosmo Ventures, actually founded the first financial services company ever on the internet. It's called Gold Technologies, and you know, he he tells me the stories of when he was selling that service. He basically had to explain to his potential clients what the internet was. Uh, before kind of like now where we have to explain what the blockchain exactly. is. Exactly. So, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a direct analogy. And then Ken and he um, actually had a company called Wisewire that they sold to Lycos. And they within that company, they invented uh, collaborative filtering which is Amazon's technology. If you like this, you might like this, this, and this. They invented that. Collaborative filtering. Collaborative you know, filtering. I've heard it, I've heard it uh, having uh, a few different names, but that's, that's very specific. Collaborative filtering, filtering, and now I know exactly what that is. Thank you. Yeah. You know, let me ask you a sure. question. Uh, you know, you, you're using this term deep tech, mm -hmm. and, and I think we can kind of uh, surmise what that means. Uh, but is there a specific de definition for what deep tech is? What qualifies deep tech versus just regular tech? Yeah, I suppose we would qualify it, um, I, I, again, in the categories that I mentioned, um, but in futuristic technologies that we really believe are going to be game-changing. Uh, the word disruptive is, I, I believe, is very overused, uh, but we're looking for, for technologies that really go deep into solving major problems um, you know, in society today and that we believe will be, as I said, major game-changers going forward. So that's how I would describe it. We don't have a, a, a very uh, specific definition on it, but that's, that's how I would parlay it to you. Have you, have you ever picked a big loser? Uh, not yet. Uh, we're a relatively young firm. Um, Rob and I met over just over five years ago. 
Uh, we formed the company uh, soon after that. We worked together for about a year. So um, how do you protect yourself from from making bad decisions? And I mean, it's, sometimes it's just a matter of time. But do you have a process in place or a criteria that you're looking for in taking these on? Absolutely. To, to date, uh, you know, we have a full-time partner, Connor Cantwell in Dublin. Um, Connor's uh, ex-Nielsen, and he's a successful entrepreneur in his own right. And he has built a proprietary deal flow engine uh, throughout Ireland and the UK. So to date, that's where we have seen most of our deal flow come from. With Ken joining us a year ago as our CTO, we are just particularly in blockchain and AI, we're broadening our, our net to include you know, other parts of the world because we can see great blockchain projects uh, you know, anywhere. It's not very specific, but we, are, we continue to, to look at our proprietary deal flow in Ireland and the UK. And Connor, uh, as an ex-Nielsen guy, is very, very process driven. So we have a we, we have a process we go through where the, the companies, we would have looked at, say, I think it was about 650 companies last year that went into the funnel. Uh, Connor works through those. Uh, he will narrow that down to about 200 that he will take a closer look at. And then uh, when he gets it down to about 100, then Rob and I you know, would get involved at that stage. And then Ken would get involved in terms of looking at the technology. Connor does an initial scoring on them. Um, then after I meet with them or Rob meets with them or Ken looks at it, we'll, we'll do a collective scoring um, and that effectively is our investment committee. And if it goes beyond that, then we'll enter into a negotiation. We'll take a deeper dive on the diligence. Uh, but it's very, very process driven and, and we apply that to every single investment that we do. Um, and even like, you know, as, as we move further into the, the blockchain space, we continue to apply that, that good process of, of analyzing a company you know, um, regardless of, you know, uh, whether they're, they've just added blockchain to their name or, or whether they're going to ICO. Well, We're yeah, very, let's, very, yeah. let's talk about that. What are some red flags when you're analyzing a blockchain company as a potential investment? What are some of the major red flags that come up? Well, the first, first major red flag, I would say, is if the company can operate its business without being on the blockchain, but is just doing so, because it's it's the the trendy thing to do, uh, that that's something we see quite a lot. We also see that in AI as well. Uh, mm. People will say they're an AI company; they're not. They're a machine learning company at best, uh, but but sometimes not even that. Uh, they're they're just uh, you know they're using those phrases because they're uh, the in things to say, and they think it's going to get them you know a higher valuation. So mm. that's that's certainly uh, that's the biggest red flag that we see. Give me, give me one or two more that, that have, have stood out to you, like, eh, we're going to pass on this one because X. Yeah, and the, I, I think I, I probably referred to it a few minutes ago. It's, you know, like Gecko Governance, for example, um, they have a solid business regardless of whether they ICO or not. And we look at the fundamentals of the business. Um, and often, as you know, um, you know, we, we, people talked about at this conference for the last three days that, you know, people are raising money on the back of white papers and they haven't built anything. And they're raising, you know, 40, 50, 60 million dollars in a week. And then they're setting about to build something. Uh, we don't like that idea at all. We rather see something built. And if somebody is using the money then uh, that they're raising in an ICO to enhance their product or to, to bring it into, uh, you know, an, another sector, that's fine. Uh, but, and that's something that we, we look very, very closely at. So, you know, I would say uh, proper fundamentals of a business. So we've talked about the red flags of this is a disqualifier. Uh, what are some of the major, uh, you know, 
uh, check marks that you would that you would check off like yeah they if they have this then they're a contender yeah I mean it's we, we like to see that the company has product market fit that is established early revenues um, again regardless of ICO revenue uh, revenue what's that early revenue exactly um, <laughs> we don't talk about revenue around yes, here yes what's wrong with you well we well we do um, <laughs> and and we, we like we just like to see it in 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 the context of product market fit um, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be a lot um, it could be pilot revenue but it just shows that somebody is willing to pay for that service somebody is willing to pay for this value yeah, that yeah. it's providing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then you you know there's obviously the team do, is there a fit um, and it's we don't specifically like other uh, you know venture funds. They they look at the team and they insist that they have to have had past successes. Um, we don't take that approach. Um, we want to know that we can work with the people. Uh, one of the big things for us is that the CEOs that we work with know what they don't know. We we think that's a yeah. huge thing. That's a good um, way to put it. Yeah, they it, know what they don't, don't know. know. Yeah, and, and they're able to find it, and that's how they're able to build you know great teams around them uh, to fill in the voids that they don't have, or the voids that they do have. So, so this is a it's a complicated landscape, and and regulations are getting tighter every day. What do you see as the evolution of financing deep tech blockchain companies? Let's say in the next, you know, regulations move slow. Let's say in the next five years, ten years. What do you see in the in the area of what what's going to happen with the regulations, and, and is it going to change the way that we fundamentally invest in new businesses? Yeah, I I, I think it is. I think I'm, I don't even have to. I think look five to ten years out. I think that twenty eighteen is going to be the year of the security token. I really believe that. Um, we at Cosmo are launching our own security token venture fund. Uh, to give liquidity to LPs. You know, we've been talking to a huge number of family offices and, and, and traditional LPs over the last year and a half, and th- there seems to be a fatigue with the traditional venture model of waiting seven to ten years to get your return. Uh, so we think that the uh, advancements in the whole security token area applied to venture is really exciting and can provide that liquidity uh, you know, very, very quickly for, for LPs. So I think that's something you're going to see a lot more of um, and something that, you know, we're putting a lot of, of uh, resources and money and time into. That's great. And so as we're kind of wrapping up here, um, could, you, could you just comment on, so there's, there's all of this scrutiny, and I agree with you, by the way, that 2018 is the year of the security token. Uh, you know, stop hiding behind the shadows. Stop pretending that this is something that it's not. It's a security, plain and simple. And with almost no exceptions, every token is a security, or at least the SEC thinks so. It has become almost as expensive to work around the registration requirement as it is to just go through the process. Tell me what your opinion is on this. Do you think that legitimate companies are just going to follow through and get registered properly? Or do you think they're going to continue to try and find workarounds? I, I would like to think it's the former. We, we certainly as a company are taking the high ground in everything that we're doing. Uh, we are going to be fully registered. Um, we, we recognize that our fund uh, token will be a security token very clearly. Um, we've got excellent lawyers and we, we are making sure that we are fully compliant every step of the way. Uh, the new currency I mentioned uh, that we're helping to bring to market uh, in, in May this year, uh, or certainly announce in May, again, we're taking the absolute high ground there. Uh, we're working with the best lawyers 
in this country and in Europe to ensure that that again is fully compliant and the same we're doing with gecko governance so it's certainly something I would encourage and I think you know that you're absolutely correct um, it's it's just as as easy to be compliant as it is to try and and and, and come up with workarounds and just as expensive really Absol- absolutely yeah no I agree yeah. totally Kieran Hines from Cosimo Ventures uh, offices in Boston New York and Ireland which one are you in I'm based in Boston, as you can tell from my accent. I'm, uh, I'm originally from Dublin, Ireland. I've been in Boston for, for almost seven years now. And uh, as many people tell me, it's, I suppose it's the most Irish town in America anyway. So it's like it's, a home, wrong with it's that. a home away from home for me and has been, you know, since I was 18 years of age, since yeah. I traveled to the U.S. for the first time. Yeah. Oh, very good. Well, thanks for joining us here and thanks for being here at the conference. We really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see you guys next time here on the Future Tech Podcast. Yeah, my pleasure, Josh. Thank you. All right. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.